are we live oh my god really seriously right now we're live hello hello creepies and crawlies and thank you for joining yet another episode of ice cream queens and i have a goat i have a rubber chicken and i have lauren can we bring in lauren every time every you're gonna scare away and someone's gonna check out the show and be like oh this looks like a really good podcast what are they talking what is she doing with the rubber chicken <laughs> Speaking of, warning, this show may contain strong language or disturbing topics, which may be unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for adults. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and knock that out. Yes, because oh I kind of God. feel like that's a thing. That's that's always a thing. I'm going to have to get like, another rubber chicken over here, and we'll have dueling rubber chickens one episode, and it just annoy everyone. You, you just let me know which rubber chicken I need to bring, because I have them in multiple sizes. I have... It's so wrong. I have way too many rubber chickens. I should not have this this many rubber chickens. And these are just the ones that I can put my hands on immediately. Wait, wait. And I, I kind of feel like our guest might have a rubber chicken. I'm not saying I, that I can see into the background, but I can He's totally probably see. running to get a rubber. Oh, my God. All right. Before we bring in the guest, I do have like some pre-show <laughs> chatter I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we have uh, of one of our very close friends, uh, yes. Allie Wheels, who has been on this podcast multiple times. Yes. Uh, she has announced recently a really big project. Um, okay. By the way, this is her handle up here at the top of this photo. It's Allie, A-L-L-I-E, Wheels, W-H-E-E-L-Z. And that is on Instagram and also TikTok. I think she's got Facebook too. Uh, she is uh, in New York. She is on the Broadway right now. And Ooh. they are doing a musical called Most Likely Not To. Uh, it features <gasps> original songs performed by members of the SMA community and includes mm -hmm. full ensemble numbers, a hilariously sinister parody of air travel, and a wonderful duet and remix of Spaces. I hear that it is hilarious. I hear that it is, like, cheeky. They released their uh. first single... Uh, I think it was yesterday. It is so good. Um, and they're going we to link be, that. Uh, yeah, we should put that in. Uh, I will work on getting that in the comments so people okay. can check it out. Uh, awesome. But they are going to be live streaming this musical for the first time ever. February 29th on Rare Disease Day at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you are looking for the link, you can look it up by the name of the musical. You can go to Allie's Instagram and it's in her links on her Instagram I am so excited for my friend. I I messaged her today and I was just like, I am so happy and proud for you. Oh, well, honestly, I think we all are. Congratulations to Allie. That's absolutely amazing. I know that uh, she has an incredible voice. I don't mm -hmm. know if everybody's had the opportunity to listen to her sing, but she does uh, vocal instruction as well. So yeah, if you one of her looking, many jobs, yeah. Oh my gosh. She's just an amazing talent and absolutely adore her. We need to have her back on just to talk about this. We do. That would make a wonderful show topic. I um, and I think you had a couple things that you, other way, point the other way. You had a couple things you wanted to discuss. Yes. Um, actually, just kind of a quick overview. We have a lot of things coming up. We have, so in the past couple of years, it's been kind of one of those things where we have been a bit elusive. It's a little harder to kind of, I know, the elusive ice cream queens. Um, we are out and about. We are constantly moving around and you can mm -hmm. usually find us at different events. But I'm going to tell you the first event that we are scheduled to be at. Hello, Dad Budget Preppers. Um, we are scheduled, or was that Deb? 
budget adventures, I think, uh, to be at Jackson Comic Expo on March the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe we have a couple of images of that. Um, uh, possibly. Joey the roadie backstage man. He's probably busy. He's like, oh, I was trying to load stuff. I will find him. <laughs> there, there we, we go. go. There we go. Thanks, Joey. Joey's awesome. You know, honestly, um, we are very blessed to have some awesome backstage people working with us. And um, but yes, we have uh so you and I are going to be there. What are you wearing? I was Never just mind. About, we'll figure, it's a, I was it's just a, about to ask you, I already know what I'm wearing. Okay, it's a secret. We'll share that later because I'm I'm sure this is all new. Okay. My is your shirt. hair is is it your hair? Does your hair give this away? Is this kind of Maybe. what we discussed? Okay. It might be. So the other event that we're scheduled, I don't have an image for this, but we're um scheduled to be at uh Haywood Comic. Yeah, Haywood Comic Convention. And that is in Brownsville, Tennessee, March 9th, 10th, and eleventh. I think you and I are actually doing that morning. Uh we're not gonna be on the be there on the ninth, but we're gonna be there on the tenth and then um at- I didn't realize it was a multiple day con. I thought it was one. I've had it on my calendars yeah. one this whole time. Let me smile oh, and nod and fix that. This, yes. We're doing a live stream, I think, on the 11th with them, which I probably haven't shared with you yet. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We, all of those details are being worked out. And, of course, uh, we have MidSouthCon coming up um, in March as well. That's the 22nd through the 24th. Um, and then of course I cannot go without mentioning our friends at the Rockabilly Highway Revival. Um, I'm going to be hosting the pinup contest and that's going to be on June the 8th. And that's our friend, uh, uh, Brian Huff, who owns Huff Photo and his wife, who is the, uh, tourism. She's over tourism there in that area. It's an incredible festival and I'm so excited. Um, I have like rearranged a lot of things to make sure that I can be there and I'm so excited to host this coming. So look for the, that information coming very soon. Um, and then, of course, our Smoky Mountain Fan Fest is August 10th through 11th. And we are so excited to be there. So yay, I think yay, you yay. missed one. Mid-SouthCon? I, I said, I said, did, did I say Mid-SouthCon? Yes, I don't we, know. I'm, we, I'm going 90 to nothing at this point, trying to get through all these dates. But yes, <laughs> we are going to be at uh, Smoky Mountain Fan Fest. Um, I think that you have mentioned you are very excited to see Ron, Ron Perlman. Yes. Um, and I'm excited to see Billy Zane. We're not going to, okay, we're just going to leave it at that. There we go. Um, and then, of course, uh, yes, Mid-South Con, that is March 22nd through 24th. You and I are actually scheduled to do multiple panels, so... Um, if you want to do a live version of this show with us and come in and ask us questions, ask us anything, because we will answer just, okay, maybe not anything, but yeah, we will. <laughs> we would totally answer, you you know. If you could have seen the look on my face. <laughs> Any, anything, anything. Yeah, I did see the look on your face. That's why uh, I paused. Okay. No, well, like for the people who uh, are on audio <laughs> only, we're getting so many comments in here. Everyone's saying oh hi. Gosh. Hi, everybody. So let's run through the comments. Let's say hello, and then we're going to bring in our guest, because we have a really cool, cool guest this week. Oh, my God. This one. Yes. Okay. A couple more comments there. Oh, no. No, we're bringing in the guest. Yes. (laughs) Guest is there now. Oh, my God. He's got a rubber chicken. That rubber chicken is bigger than, like, a dog. Oh, God. (laughs) My head for size comparison. Yeah. I realize this is the internet. I should use a banana, but I don't have one. At least not the one that I can use here. So I've never understood why people use banana for size comparisons. All bananas are not made the same. 
We get there's little bananas, there's oh, yeah. those giant honker bananas. I always go with magic cards. Uh, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I would say tarot cards, but tarot cards come in all different sizes. They do. So, this is true. Yeah. So, a so we have a lot of people that are like sending us hellos and can we I'm just gonna say a big hi to everyone. Hello at everyone. The same time. I saw Eli, I saw uh uh I saw Dad Budget Adventures, I saw uh Keisha, I saw Skylar. Skylar. Yeah. I saw hi Ed. Thank you. Whoever Ed. that is, I don't know who Ed is. I think Ed <laughs> is probably a friend of Tim's. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go ahead and say hi to our awesome guest today yeah. who is tim tim is i've known for so many years tim is one of the most dedicated and talented individuals i have ever seen in theater period not even just theater like he does so much more than uh general theater like he does these grand shows what i saw you just the other day and you were helping out the circus that was yeah. in town yeah um yeah. you do so much so give us like a little rundown hi who are you? How'd hey, you yeah. get here? Well, uh, uh, Tim Romine, um, born and raised here in Memphis. Uh, how did I get here? <laughs> We're G-rated, so. But uh, I think we all know how that happened. Um, Mommy yeah, and no, Daddy uh, loved each other very much. Yeah. There's a lot of love going on. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, it, as far as like how I got into like prop and set building and, and mm -hmm. the theater kind of stuff, uh, I'd always really liked theater. But then, um, yeah, as a kid, there weren't a whole here in Memphis, there, there just wasn't a whole lot going on uh, that I was aware of. I, I was in one play, uh, The Wizard of Oz, at the, the Children's Theater back when mm -hmm. I was in like third grade. Oh, and, uh flying monkey of course because what the hell else would i be i, and, I was thinking uh, cowardly lion but yeah keep going no <laughs> I see that. no, no I, I wasn't that that good but <laughs> uh i mean i like the prop building side and whatnot i kind of got into uh early on in high school my dad and i both had the same kind of macabre sense of humor and uh oh, okay i wasn't expecting it to go there but yeah let's go with it well halloween hell yeah everybody ah, loves halloween yes. that is the prop builder like mecca right there you know, yeah you're building all sorts of stuff and that was the first coffin that i built i was in the coffin i i had a, a cow skull that sat on top of it with car lights that i ran off of a, a battery that i had in the foot of the coffin and i could turn <laughs> I, I set it up where I could turn the skull so it would talk. It had a speaker under it. It was yelling things at kids as they walked up the up the the walk to get to the house, and the, the skull would follow them. I'm inside the coffin, twisting this this pole <laughs> to make the the skull laugh at them and tell them how they're going to die and all sorts of other stuff. And we okay, had the so whole, the yard was set up as a graveyard. It was awesome. Okay, I have to ask because there is a huge movement um, across pretty much the nation that creates home haunts. 
Um, so you have haunted attractions. Uh, my youngest child actually has done uh, has worked at a uh, worked at a haunted attraction this past season. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loved it. She was doing uh, makeup and prop design, um, nice. and then she was also also a scare actor. A scare actor. But one of the things that I truly find fascinating are these people who create these home haunts. And I'm curious, is that kind of what you guys were doing? Sort of. Uh, coming, not going into the house per se, but just in the front yard uh mm -hmm. when i was a kid you know of course everybody walked around the neighborhood and trick-or-treated and whatnot oh yeah and uh the one the houses that i always really loved and my dad loved were the ones where somebody would set like yeah they, they had the front bench out next to the front door and there would be a a, a scarecrow or some something sitting funny. in it <laughs> and so yeah. you'd go up to ring the doorbell and then the homeowner, of course, is the scarecrow and would just like reach out at you and that jump scare kind of thing. I mean, oh, love those. And once I got old enough, my dad was like, you want to scare some people? I'm like, heck yeah, I do. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Let's do and it. So, and so that's how it started. I mean, I, I, I first started with just a coffin and a sheet over my head, black sheet over my head. Kids would walk up and knock on the door, you know, trick or treat. And dad would say, oh, well, the candy's over there in the coffin. You got to go look in the coffin. So the kids would walk over to look in the coffin. I would put <laughs> that sheet down, up out of the, the oh, coffin. I love it. And I, I did not care what age they were. I probably made more than one pair of set of parents kind of poop themselves while they were. That's okay. That yeah. Here's the thing. We do that. We Those of us who... Um, you know, yes, we are the generation that grew up to trick or treating. I'm looking <laughs> at you and I'm figuring that you and I are probably in the same age bracket. Um, you know, you're talking about like the home haunt type things. I'm sitting there thinking yeah, yeah. to myself, I'm like, you know, put your hands in like great peeled grapes or eyeballs. And oh, yeah, that was a church over. thing. That was that was a haunted house. I set up for a church one time was the was doing the eyeballs and the. I think that was like the. the first one that my my myself and my brother ever did at our house so i mean because we were like yes you're gonna come into the garage and we're gonna scare the shit out of you and i have never understood the peeled grapes never it's eyeballs. I, it's eyeballs. I know that it's eyeballs but who would sit there and take the time to peel freaking grapes <laughs> <laughs> i did I did. Th yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, boil and chill some spaghetti to be the brains, and uh, uh -huh. you know. It's... Okay, so I can see that. I don't know. I can see like maybe getting uh, a giant watermelon and one of those tiny little scoopers and doing like half frozen watermelon scoops instead of peeled grapes. But but they I don't know. So it fast. just they uh, thaw super true. fast. The that grapes they don't change. They they oh. and you can squish them and you know. <laughs> And things like pop out of them like seeds. I think that's just weird. Is that where basically all prop builders get their start? Is they're building Halloween props as they're younger with their family, and then you just realize no. that I have a love of this. I I don't know. Um, I mean, for me, my dad was a master carpenter, so oh wow, I grew up you know going to job sites and working and learning how to properly build a house, how to properly build things. Mm -hmm. So then when I started really getting into theater, once I got to college, uh, of course, they drove me nuts because they said, oh, yeah, you, you build this this way. I said, uh, no, no, you don't. That's not how we do <laughs> That's that. That's going to collapse. <laughs> but, that seems you know, very not the safe. Exactly. Yeah. At least we all agreed, you know, measure twice, cut once. But other than that, 
yeah, the I, I really had to adjust my concept of how to build things once I started taking like real theater classes. Mm-hmm. And I learned, you know, you don't have to build this thing to, to withstand an earthquake. That's <laughs> not the point of it. So um, now that that that's having said that, uh, the last major play that I or thing that I worked on, uh, I do some set set building, not design. I do not claim to be creative. <laughs> um, so you, you tell me what you want built, I can do it. But coming up with it, not so much. Uh, Evil Dead the musical, uh, like a year <gasps> oh. or two ago, they had um, a door that needed to be slammed, and I mean slammed hard, a lot uh-huh. every show. And the way theaters set up, you know, set doors mm-hmm. was not going to take that kind of beating. And everybody's looking at it, it's like, oh, yeah, I know how to build that. That that's just a house door. Hold on a minute. <laughs> and I mean, boop, 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 done. I had a full frame house quality framed out door jam door, and I mean, you could slam the Jesus. <laughs> I remember <laughs> and, that show. <laughs> and it it rattled, but nothing broke. And so mm. uh, there are times where the knowledge of the one bleeds into the other. That's really cool. So, so it's like good to have both sides of it because it comes in handy. Like you need something to break down. Okay. You need something to last forever. Okay. That's right. Really cool. And yeah, the, particularly the last forever side of it, that comes into play. Like most theatrical productions that you do run for two or three weeks, they tear the set down and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocky Horror, uh, the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show Shadowcast, the Absent Friends that, that mm-hmm. I do the, the props and some stage management for. Um, all of our props are designed. I built them 13 years ago. Whoa. And wow. Yeah. So like this is this was the original concept for our Medusa board or the, the science control panel that just mm-hmm. flashed up there. That is uh, so it was supposed to- accurate to what is in the movie. And for the people who yes. can't see, uh, that is like almost exactly... If you picture what you're looking at from the movie where he pulls down the the lever to make Dr. Uh, Scott freeze and all that, that area, it, it is so accurate, like to the T. And that one we had, we yeah, that, and it's interesting. We start dealing with props like that. You've got what's on screen, which is, of course, flat. And we're dealing in a very three-dimensional space. And we knew we were going to be taking this show to cons and be in other places. So like that particular set piece, I built it to be uh a, a, literally a stand-up by itself type product mm-hmm. the the screen that was just flashed up was like the mark mm-hmm. one version because i had this idea that we could break it up into four different segments and then put them in a tote and throw them somewhere it was loose and rickety and had issues i, I don't know if you guys have the the mark two version it's actually got like the back panel and all that to it i'm not sure but, if you said i think joey is shaking it. his head no no nope okay. okay yeah it was I, I thought i sent it but in any case uh the the one that we ended up with was uh because i wanted to put it on plywood we were trying to do it on a budget we i put, set that thing up and the producer was just like oh wow yeah that needs a backboard and of course i'm yes that's exactly what i said in the first place <laughs> and so so then, yeah, it became. I got connected up to that, and that's a that's a piece that I built 13 years ago. We're still using it. I just that's, the only wow. thing that's really happened is I, I've I've I replaced the the rivets on it periodically because the rivets are actually made out of uh, or well, they started out as 
as googly eyes, 28 millimeter googly eyes that you buy <laughs> at like Michael's. And I just spray painted them with, with auto primer, hit them with some reds, stuck them on a piece of wood. Yeah, those things. Exactly. Yeah, I love that you just have googly eyes sitting next to you, DL. Don't Who doesn't? Me. Hold on, let me find mine. They're right here. <laughs> okay. And like, okay, yeah, well, well, there it is. Oh, well, hey, he found the photo. Yeah, there we go. Woo! So that okay, one. There we go. So that when you see the, the the TV screen up in the corner actually has a picture that the other one didn't have. Yeah. Uh, yeah we've been knocking scene. around for years actually replacing that with an LED screen until we could actually flash things up. Oh, wow. Technology is cool. The technology's finally caught up where we could do that. But now it's like, do we want to spend the money on something that works perfectly well? Yeah. Googly eyes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so while we're on the Rocky Horror train, I know that you've been involved in Rocky Horror for uh, an extended period. Let's go ahead and just, like, knock out some of those props, talk about what you've been doing other than just yeah. the set design. So can we uh, yeah, sure. list through the props a little bit? So, yeah, the the, the okay, the one that's just flashed up here, this is, uh, we call it Becky. It's the tank. <laughs> the tank. Uh, oh, the, the birthing tank. Yes, it's the birthing tank. Uh, this, that thing... That was supposed to be that was supposed to maybe last us two or three months until we built the real one. <laughs> and it was it was one of those things where the, the the other person in the cast that does a lot of the the prop building with me, his name is Chris, uh, uh, Chris Randolph. He and I our our create our creative process is very interesting. He came up with an idea for how to build a the tank. And I looked at it and said, okay, that's nice, but we're going to have these issues. So let's, let's try, you know, let's, let's go with PVC and do this. And okay. That, and then he'd come back with, okay, that's pretty cool. But what if we did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we can do that. And then we ended up with that thing. And it was originally designed to be used as multiple props. It was going to be both the tank, but also for the bedroom scene, we were going to be able to hang the sheets on it. Oh. That last part never worked out well. I mean, the, the Velcro stuck to everything. It was a disaster. Mm. Nice concept, awful in execution. So the uh, the tank itself, I mean, it, that was easy enough to build. It's it's a frame, PVC frame. Periodically, somebody like a producer would step on it and break it, mm. and I'd have to fix it. But, uh, uh, I mean, it was it's, it's very simple, very light surprisingly mm. rugged it was one of those things where we built it to be a stopgap, like i say for maybe six months until we built something better but nothing better ever came to mind i mean that thing was so solid just the way it is it's so small and light and it fits the space that we got to use we never went any further with it uh didn't it, need it was, to exactly it was mm. too perfect to mess with just let nice. it go and so uh, like the rivets on that now, uh, like I said before, we started out years ago with 28 millimeter googly eyes to do them. <laughs> of course, you can you can see behind me here. I've got a couple of 3D printers now, and I've 3D printed a bunch of rivets for that. Oh wow! So so now instead of rivets that the paint chips off of periodically, I've got rivets that, as I put them on, are there forever. I don't have to nice. worry about replacing them periodically. Uh, they're much more solid, but. And that's, that's other... one of the interesting things. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, what other props do you have? Uh, uh, I remember, I don't know. Did you, did you make the laser? I'm just wondering. Yes. You know, we did the laser. Uh, the, now, that was the original prop that I did for Rocky. This is not it. This is this is the one that I ended up 3D printing about a year ago. Oh, wow. Um, 
and that's the one we still use. The original, I get my hand for comparison. Um, <laughs> again, not a banana, but no. you know. I was looking at the bottle of whatever that was. Wrong kind honey. of banana. Yeah, yeah no, that's uh, uh, yeah. A friend of mine is a, a beekeeper, but oh, um, I know that thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the original 3D gun. That that's how I got into Rocky in the first place. Uh, Chris had invited me. Told me yeah, this is back September of 2010. They were going to do Rocky Horror at the Evergreen. So cool. Yeah, I, I used to go back when it was at the Poplar Plaza years mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say what decade that was, <laughs> but uh, I was there too. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So um, the very first prop I worked on for him. Uh, well, first of all, I, I met. Yeah, I went to the show. Of course, yelled all the lines like usually one one sentence too early or too late. And so, <laughs> okay, well, been a couple been, of years. It had been a couple of decades since I'd last seen Rocky, and uh, was watching the production. It's like they need props. There's, there's so much I can do right here. I'm just watching. It's like all the things that were going through my mind. And so went and uh, went went and, and uh, met with with the director and the producer, and they said, "Yeah, come to our next cast meeting." And I did, and a whole lot of stuff got discussed. Nobody talked props. The end of the meeting happens, and I'm like, "Okay, look, if you guys don't need me, just say so. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to waste everybody's time. I'm not here to just be a a groupie." And so the the director says, "Oh, um, here," and hands me. The, the ray gun that they had been using, which was entirely made out of PVC, was clunky, just empty holes all over the place. And it's just like, here, see what you can do with this. So, okay. Came back a week later and had gone to Michael's and bought like eggs and little spools and made tapered ends for all the, the barrels and made you know, cut the zigzag out of some uh, PVC sighting that I had and and made a gun out of PVC for her and said, here you go. And she's like, holy cow. Okay. Was that one of those on. like challenge accepted moments? Well, yeah, sort of. Uh, it was, uh, it, it was an audition, you know, yeah. it, it took, I, I, re, I seriously took this as like my audition to do, to do prop design and set work for them. That's and awesome. so that's how I kind of got more into the theatrical side of it. <laughs> Then, uh, thanks, Eli. Yeah, no, it, it, absolutely. Uh, USB we just, keyboards, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> we just had a really good comment. Can we pop yeah. that back up? Yeah, of course, it's from Eli. Of course, it says hashtag bananas, hashtag chickens, and hashtag ray guns. Man, this episode's got it all, folks. <laughs> okay, so I do have a question because you know, you're, you're talking about doing uh, prop design when you first started versus it, it, we heard you talk about 3d printing how has that changed because i mean i know that i have props that have been built for cosplay purposes that are built with piece of chunks of foam and maybe sure. a, a bottle cap and a like a tv old tv remote so i'm just curious i mean I know what it's like for me as a cosplayer having access to a 3D printer. So how has that changed the spectrum for you in prop design? Oh, wildly. Um, things that I would have had trouble trying to figure out materials or things that I, I at one point I may have thought to myself, okay, I need to get a 
a heat vacuum form for like plexiglass or something to where I can, you know, heat it up, suck it down, yep. take it down to a mold and that kind of stuff. Heck no. I just toss it. You know, if, if I, if I find an STL file out online, I can generate whatever it is I want to create. Uh, Evil Dead, for instance, it, it, perfect example of this, where I merged oh. the two different types. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, we have a cool, cool prop that you built for Evil Dead. Uh, yes. I do believe it's like a, a it has a name. What it's did you Ash's call it? Ash's Chainsaw Hand. Yes, but you referred to it as something. What was it? What was the name of it you, you were referring to it as? I don't know. Uh, oh God. Okay. Never mind. I think no, it would I have think been. It would be the chainsaw. It's it's the Evil Dead chainsaw hand. Yeah. And that that is it. <laughs> Can I get that? So so I started out for that one. It, basically, I, I had built a chainsaw hand. Cool. One, I had built one of these before, out of a toy that that was it was a plastic toy that you used to be able to get at uh, uh, I can't think of the the big retailer Spirit Toys Halloween. Rest. Oh, okay. So Spirit Halloween, they sold it for like 20 bucks. It was this chainsaw. It was like real size chainsaw, had a wow. blade that spun, had the motor sound. You pushed a button. Oh, I well, remember I that thing. Out, yeah. And I, I took one of those and put a piece of PVC on the back, spray painted it silver, gutted it, put a handle in it, then changed the trigger button location and shifted some things around, repainted it. And it was a chainsaw hand. And a friend of mine used it. Uh, for Eve for a zombie walk uh, years ago. There's, and uh, then it got it got used for a couple of other things. Then I had it for a while. And Evil Dead the musical came up a couple of years ago. And the the our the, the Rocky Horror director uh, Misty, who was also um, the the stage director or stage manager for Evil Dead or for New Moon Theater, asked me, hey do you still have that chainsaw? I said, yeah. And so I went to get it and yeah, nothing worked on it. The, the oh, fat, the, oh. the motor had died. Nothing would work. I tore it apart trying to fix it, which of course just made it worse. Oh. And it's like, okay, yeah, I had it, but it doesn't work worth a darn. So I can build another one. So I started researching how to build it. And this is where, yeah, I, I got out and, and the, the ideas people had weren't bad, but I didn't like them. And so I found out, I went and found, discovered, or did some research on what they actually used in the movie. It was a home light XL12 chainsaw. Oh, cool. And so, okay. so I found, you know, it's like, okay, that's what they use. Well, let me see if I can find like some, uh, maybe eBay. an STL file or something. You ended up on eBay and found one of these bloody things. Hey! There's, you know, so bought it. Uh, it called up, called up the director or sent an email to the director and the producer and everybody and said, Hey, I found the actual chainsaw that they used. I can modify this thing. And so they said, yeah, get it. So I went and bought that, that, that chainsaw that you saw was the actual chainsaw, which I, I physically modified, uh, taught myself a little welding to, to make the top for it and all that. And then, uh, the, Took it in. The, the one that you guys saw up there has the actual original 14-inch blade. It's supposed to be, what, 20, 22 inches for the movie, for, mm -hmm. to be movie accurate. But um, I found, you know, I, I got this thing set up. That's the actual chain, the actual bar on it. And this chain would spin. The motor's out of it. But I had thought, well, I can design this to where maybe I can put an electric motor in it. So at some point, 
we can get this thing to actually spin and, and work properly. Well, I took it in to, to, to present to the, the director and the uh, producers and they were like, wow, that's amazing. And then she put her, the director put her hand in and said, wow, that's heavy. Oh, <laughs> the blade, yeah. the bar on that thing oh, was so that. heavy. So uh, I had gone out and found some STL files for trying to create this, this chainsaw. One of the chunks of that thing was the blade section. So mm -hmm. you ask how how I how it, it got in. That thing is a is a blending of actual like prop building, taking mm -hmm. the, the original engine and ripping parts off of it and sticking them back on in different configurations. But then the 3D side allowed me to print blades that were I could print multiple blades that were far lighter. It made it much safer because it's a musical. People are dancing with it, they're swinging it around, and <laughs> so. Nobody's going to get hurt by it. That it, it's well, I mean, they get might get bumped by it, but it's it's not going to be sharp. And it's yeah. So yeah, the from that aspect of it, I was able to combine both the 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 just visceral sitting down and, and grinding out parts of a of the device to make it mountable on a human, along with three D printing parts of it, like the the side panel there on it, the little silver piece. It's got the mm -hmm. lines through it. That was originally a chunk of wood that they just glued onto the side of the thing. I 3D printed that. I 3D printed the blade. Yeah, exactly. That part right there. Um, That's amazing. There were there, There's plenty of parts on that that are absolutely real. And then there are some parts like that that are, are 3D printed. The uh, fact the that you can that, just tear something apart like that and be like, oh, yes, I completely understand how to pull this thing out and then pull this other part that wasn't attached to this in and make these things work together that i'm over here like there's no way there's no way in a million years would i have been able to look at that and been like mm, yes let me just learn how to weld overnight and <laughs> that, that was took a little more than overnight but yeah it's yeah. uh uh, and welding aluminum, that's always exciting. Uh, the fumes <laughs> from that alone are, are ridiculously toxic. So, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. had uh, you know, bought new equipment. I, I, I bought a, uh, uh, in order to, to make the top of that thing, I went and bought a metal saw, a metal cutting saw, like one of the big industrial kind of to, to cut rebar and all that kind of stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. I used it at basically like a, a bandsaw to, to cut those shapes out accurately to 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 get this. Uh, they're, they're all tools I wanted anyway. So <laughs> and I'll, I, I love... use them for lots of other things, but it's well, it's just one of those, you know, it's that's somebody came up with tools. Oh. Uh oh, oh, I'm sorry. Speaking of tools, I mean, are these things that do you have a workshop at your house? Do you have a workshop that you go to? Um, is there somewhere that you I, I mean, obviously you're building all of these really cool things. And I mean, we have tons of photos of things that you have built and things that I want uh, to pull more up. I feel like we're oh not my going gosh. to, I feel yeah. like we're going to miss some and I'm like, no, oh, I sure. well, well, like the all. circus, the, the ring curves that she showed earlier from the circus. Yeah. Uh, my, like I said, my dad was a master carpenter mm -hmm. and I, uh, you know, people are, are always amazed. You know, oh my God, how did you build the curved things? It's math. It's just basic math. We learned in like eighth grade. <laughs> you know the diameter of a circle. You know the circumference. You you got the inner circle, the outer circle. If you know your material widths, it's literally just math to put something like that together. 
but, but my dad where, has a, where do you build that yeah a, yeah my dad has uh you know he had his his garage his mm -hmm. shop that's the table saw so that's where i go and i would cut the big sheets of plywood on that haul them over to my house and then yeah my garage is just a big shop uh that of course got my car and my deep freeze in there but the other side of the garage is set up as my workspace and that's where i do a lot of my stuff uh building you know like i say the ring curbs building uh all the stuff that we did for rocky uh, was was all built in my garage yeah that's that's bubbles the uh chandelier now and i gotta cool. give props i gotta give props to chris randolph for that that was mostly his idea he really wanted to build it i just looked at some of the design ideas and said okay we'll use a five gallon bucket for the body we got a bicycle wheel for the outer for that rim that the the sp uh, spigots are on i took a piece of uh uh industrial airline from you know for a, a pneumatic line mm -hmm. to make the outside ring for that so it made it look more uh, curved mm -hmm. uh those are syringes that we used for the the spigots wow um for, so for the people who can't see if you're listening to this on audio uh we're talking about a piece from rocky horror picture show where when rocky is first introduced and he is birthed from the birthing tank which we had up earlier uh it's the chandelier that rocky holds on to right. and is swinging around the, singing the sword of yeah. damocles we call we call her bubbles <laughs> <laughs> she bubbling but uh but yeah that picture actually that was my garage that's the uh the space that i work in <laughs> So our friend Magda is saying that you must have the coolest garage of all times. What is it it's like? Certainly a the messiest. Two car, uh, three car garage. It it was the the prior owners had designed the pad to be a three car garage. When my dad and I got a hold of it, I built. That's my garage. I built it literally. Oh wow! Um, like I said, Dad's a master carpenter. He walked through the. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. And I did all of it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, very messy. I keep all kinds of stuff, just things that you would most people would throw away. Yeah, I've got a couple of piles here and there of like bits and bobbles and just all kinds of weird things that that I would throw together to to, to build stuff. Uh, I, I think we all do that. Right. Oh, my cosplay yeah. craft closet. I feel so sorry for my husband at times because I'm like, no, ah. what if at one point I might need this scrap? You know, it's a it toilet so paper tube. I, you know, yes, I absolutely said that. I had this some bunch of scrap, and just the other day, it was like, I need a piece of. I got it. There it is, right there. And you know, <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I just needed to trim like a half inch off of it. Perfect. Done. You know, it's uh, as, it. as Joey yeah. says. That's why we keep the craft closet, and, and that's I have one little craft closet, and that's his like here. You can fill this up with whatever you want. That, that's my safe space of craft stuff. Um, while we're on, we, we brought it back to Rocky Horror. And um, while we're there, I do know that you've played a couple characters in Rocky oh, before. Yeah. And I think yeah. we have some photos of that as well. So I really wanted to bring some of those up. Just because, oh, like, reminiscing. Why people with that? <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. Me as Eddie. I uh, love that, you as that Eddie. That might have even been my first time as Eddie. Uh, I I, my my hair still had color then. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Columbia. Uh, that's Chris right next to me. That horrified look on his face is because he thought I was going to run him over. Uh, for that particular scene, that's that's where Columbia is supposed to have. You know, Eddie is about to show up. 
Columbia comes out, screams Eddie, and runs across the stage. Well, Chris thought it would be really funny if I, as large as I am, stepped out and like sumo stomped. They <laughs> came running across the screen, the stage, and I said, "Yeah, that's hilarious." Unfortunately, it had half a bottle of Fireball by that point, and so oh, and we know that never goes well. Oh well, it, you saw what happened. I, I man, I jumped out and I just slapped a thigh on Eddie, and came hauling across the stage. And Chris thought I was going to take him right through the wall into the this parking lot next door. <laughs> I I stepped up, pirouetted, and ended up looking just like that. <laughs> that little oh my gosh kind of that thing little... yeah okay <laughs> do we have any more I, I think we had a couple oh my god yeah uh, that's me as as magenta you uh, do love to that the rocky show cast does a lot of gender bending like the entire cast will gender bend and it is well, one no, of that, my favorite I, things i should point out that beard uh, I had the, the pencil beard going. That was from, I don't know if I can say this on air, uh, the, the, the the Lonely Island skit uh, Blank in a Box. Oh, that, no, you can say Blank in a Box. Yeah, we're saying Blank in a Box. That's yeah, the, Dick in the Box. Yeah, I built the boxes for that. You know, we, we had the, <laughs> the Christmas boxes, and we actually, somewhere, it may be uh, in the hats up there. I think I still have the Kufti Kufta hat that I wore for, for part of that. Uh, it was... <laughs> It was it was messed Thanks, up. Magnet. But uh, <laughs> do we got any more of the Rocky photos? Can we knock them out real quick? We got a sure. whole bunch of other stuff. Well, oh, and yeah. I want to say that Rocky, you were talking about that they were really good to do like gender bending, and mm. um, oh, yeah. I want to say that I have actually been to the Memphis Rocky Horror where they've done like all male cast in every character, all female cast in every character. Right. So, yeah, and um, those have actually been very phenomenal shows because it, yeah, yeah. The that, men, that, that, go ahead. So I was sorry. The men in the cast, uh, whenever they do those gender bends, they are not afraid to go up there and and it, pull the feminineness out of them. Like no. it is really nice to see these grown ass men. Be like, yeah, no, I have corset, fishnets. Hang on, let me get my squeal. Like, yeah, let's do oh, it. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. Well, and see the 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 talking about the the gender bent. It's not even gender bent. It's like all male. Mother's Day and Father's Day, we did the mm -hmm. all male cast, all female cast, not just gender bent. Right. And so, like the the one that you saw there when when I was Columbia, that was our, our one of our very first. Um, all male shows and the whole reason i ended they, they asked me to do columbia originally i said nope not gonna do it i'll play eddie <laughs> uh just no and and it's not that i had an issue with doing a female part columbia is a very important part a mm -hmm. lot of stuff going on with columbia a lot of mm -hmm. costume changes mm -hmm. none of the costumes fit me so <laughs> i knew i was gonna have to do every single costume custom for that, oh, wow. for that part same reason why i've never done frank uh, i know it, lauren you one time were just like oh my god tim you totally need to be frank you're so tall yeah mm -hmm. but nothing fits me and frank is probably the most costume intensive character of the whole yes. thing mm -hmm. every time he's on stage he's got something different on so mm -hmm. uh that, that's one reason why i've never tried to do frank is i just don't have that kind of the, the resources to, to put into that doing it once or twice Fair. but just the shoes but, alone would bankrupt you. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You but the uh, but doing stuff like 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 Columbia that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't remember most of that show. Like I said, <laughs> I got through about half a bottle of, of Fireball by that point. Been there, done but, that. But I would well, I'd been there for like two or three hours rehearsing, like going through costume changes and. Everything was fine. I wasn't even buzzing. But, man, you step out on stage and the adrenaline hits. All those little chemicals hit all the neurons. And, mm -hmm. yep, just. Uh, we it, had a, another oh, photo wait. up. I just wanted to not. I didn't want to skip past oh, it. Dr. We Scott? had a Dr. Scott up a second ago. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the duck face is about. But. Uh... <laughs> it's part of the dialogue at some point. I was going to say. He it, it, yeah, he's like really kind of. He's more of the gloomy character, isn't he? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the dinner to scene extent, when he's yeah. und. I think that's und the und. Yeah. I think you're in that moment. Yeah, that could be. And that's that's one of the interesting things with shadow casting like this. People, you know, I've, I've done real theater. I've done shadow casting. Shadow casting is, is a whole different animal because everybody's watching the screen. They can see the right way to do it, and they're watching you do it at the same time. You know, if mm -hmm. you don't do it right, they know it immediately. No creative license. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. yes, because, um, I mean, a lot of times when you get to do productions, you have some element of uh, your own interpretation. I, mm -hmm. I've seen versions sure. of Phantom of the Opera that were done at the University of Memphis that they have taken entire uh segments and songs and recreated like re um basically they rescored a couple of songs and i mean it was absolutely amazing but when you're watching that on the screen i, I would imagine you have to be a bit more diligent in terms of um being very precise yes yeah and and uh one one consistent thing is is facial motion mm -hmm. you have to emote you, you can't, like right now, we're just talking and our mouths yeah. only move like this much. When you're on stage, I mean, you have to really everything move your mouth. Yeah, everything's big. big so people in the back row can see it. So <laughs> it's even with, even with shadow casting, that's very specific things you got to get in there. Speaking but, of shadow casting, one of my favorite movies of all time has recent, or not recently, they've been doing it for a while. But uh, have you ever done like shadow cast for Repo? No, uh, we, there's, I've actually, there's a prop that I built for repo. Oh, um, the Zydrate gun. gun. Okay. Zydrate uh, comes in a little glass file. Yes. A comes little in glass a file. little glass file. A little, a little glass, glass file. file. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, this. I didn't just after, snort. Yeah. After doing Rocky, this, uh, one of our cast members, Emmy, a uh, huge fan. She actually wanted me to play Roddy for the, uh, Ooh, uh, Roddy Roddy Largo. yeah for for the for she wanted to shadow cast it but uh, that particular item uh she had like it was after i had built a lot of the rocky stuff she she had come to me and they said hey i want a screen accurate zydrate gun and so i i built that thing uh she she sent me a couple of tutorials and showed me some stuff i mean that's really just like a ten dollar uh uh spray gun air a paint gun from uh harbor freight this you know been cut up all the guts ripped out of it and things been rearranged and and whatnot and really the one that was was flashed was not the final product that was what my my first build we call it the mark one and <laughs> then uh i after a while i came up with some ideas to to update it and to, to make it more screen accurate so 
uh, she ended up loaning it to me briefly and I redid the whole thing and uh, it got it got it set up where it really functions that that glow stick on the back mm -hmm. uh, if I, I, I cut a bolt to get the threads so like that that whole assembly on the back end there there's actually a like half inch bolt sticking out back there that you can wow. literally screw a uh a glow stick to so oh, when cool. she actually That's used cool. this when she used this for con she ended up cutting off the little tab off the back of the glow stick and we had a bunch of glow sticks that fit that bolt and she just crack it shake it and screw it on and if, bingo if i'm remembering correctly and i, I may be wrong about this so please Please bear with me. Uh, back when we had the director of the uh, Memphis Rocky Horror Shadow Cast Absent Friends on, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Misty did have some photos of her as Blind Mag. And I think mm -hmm. she did have a couple other photos of the people who were cosplaying as well. Not sure if the prop was like there in the photos, but I do actively remember that being in one of our Absolutely. really early episodes. Yeah. So yeah, we might that, have that was... a photo of that somewhere, but I don't know if we could find it. Probably it not. Was... I, I don't want to. It was most likely in his holster on uh, Corbett's hip, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that one was a lot of fun. Somebody had asked uh, about building props with things that I find in the garage. That's one where I only had to buy the sprayer. All the other oh, little cool. silver bits and bobs, and like there's a piece of of, of wiring conduit stuck on there, and mm -hmm. the the tip ends and all that. Yeah, the, the tip was a, a seven millimeter bolt or seven millimeter uh, ratchet thing that I had that I, I soldered onto the end of that thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of times my prop building is just, you know, what do I have that fits these requirements? So when it comes to like you, you've done Rocky Horror with the Shadowcast, and I know that mm -hmm. there's been a, a lot of like theater stuff as well, but while we're on the Shadowcast train, uh, I do know that y'all have shadow casted a couple other things. Dr. Horrible comes to mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we have any photos from that, but I do know that you do like pre-shows before the shadow cast. And I think we do have a couple photos of the view and pre-shows. So yeah, that's, that's me as Trekkie monster uh, right now. I think <laughs> I'm yelling to everybody that internet is for porn. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> porn. Uh, yeah, okay. that one, we mm -hmm. we walked into the theater and that coat was hanging up in the green room. And I said, oh, that's my Trekkie costume. And yeah, I've never, <laughs> never seen the coat since, but it fit me perfectly. It wow. <laughs> Gee, thank you, costume, like genie. Right, yeah. Now the, uh, oh yeah, okay. This this is not even, this is actually from a burlesque show. Oh, wow. Uh, I was, I was with a, I was, I was, doing stage and prop stuff for a group called Tennessee T's Burlesque. Mm -hmm. uh, Familiar with them. Mm -hmm. uh, it became uh, Tennessee Vaudeville Review. And this was our first show as Tennessee Vaudeville Review. I was Glitter Lip, the burlesque serial killer. And Love that. <laughs> I've actually still, Glitter I've, still, I've still got that mask. Yeah, it's the the whole, uh, oh, what are those, what are those types of clowns called? The Harlequin. It's a Harlequin style mm -hmm. mask. Ew. But then I use glitter and fingernail polish to to make the lips super shiny. I was about to say, and those yeah, lips are not bedazzled. <laughs> no, no, that that 
that part was, or that, that whole concept was supposed to be like a, a Scooby-Doo mystery kind of thing where everybody in the cast dies <laughs> and they think it's the, 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 the male singer of the group, but it's actually somebody else. It, it was me. So love it. The whole okay. show, they, they never showed my face. <laughs> okay. I have to stop just cause I have to ask because one of our previous hostesses, actually, I do believe was part of that burlesque troupe. I am, um, I do believe that our previous hostess, Cat, may have been part of Tennessee Tees. Uh, first show that I did with them, uh, that the Larry, the the guy who runs the circus yeah. that I just just helped out with, he was the MC for that show. I was mm -hmm. asked to help do stage stuff, and that's where I met Cat. Okay, uh, wow. Originally, so small world. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh -oh. Very much. In fact, I saw Cat at the Circus like the day after I saw Lauren. <laughs> cool. So where is the circus? I know this is probably over. And is this circus yeah, still running? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, it was it was a, a one weekend thing. It was the uh, Shrine Circus here in Memphis at the okay. Adler Center this past oh. weekend. I was going to say, um, I recognize that that arena. I was sitting there looking at it. I'm like, I know that place. Where is that? <laughs> I posted a lot about that on, on the TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. Larry loved it. He, he, oh, he, yay. He saw it. He was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. What? <laughs> he loved my it. Oh, really? Oh. Yay. I thought you meant you're like rings of circus. And I was like, you do such no. a good job, Tim. <laughs> no, no. You're your little... My little TikTok. Yay. I'm so happy. Yay. Um, are we did did we have any more? Oh god. Yes, we did oh. have more. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not doing anything inappropriate here. I'm actually dying. I'm being murdered by the young woman in front of me. Okay. Um, fun. That was that was from a Halloween pre-show where we did like the uh, Master of Puppets. Uh, but it was it was a medley of three songs with a Master of Puppets kind of motif to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the main things like the little metal chunks on my head and the bolts in my neck were all actual like pieces of metal that I had used carpet tape and and to, to stick to me, and then did the makeup around to. Ow. Well, the, again, one of those burlesque things that I picked up. Keeping if you want to make sure your pasties stay on, use carpet tape. Fair. And, okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Now this is this is the not safe for work. Uh, King Triton and uh, Ursula from uh, uh, the Spellblock Tango that spell we did. Spellblock Tango. That uh, was so long uh, ago. The, oh yes, that there's actually quite a few props from that that I did. I did that one. I did the uh, yeah. That's Triton's helmet or tr mm -hmm. uh, Triton's. Notice the uh, very large. Um, yeah, that up front. It should yeah. be the box. Uh, yes. <laughs> implied in the box can you uh, uh, pull the photo back up of the two of us because i don't know if people recognized a the i was the, trying to figure out if that was you honestly. that's me that okay. is me um and also i just really want to point out his uh his seashell <laughs> in a very strategic, <laughs> strategic place. Odd piece there i yeah. love that so much i walked i walked I, into the theater wearing that and everybody lost their mind I bet. <laughs> God, I bet. And those were those were custom made for me uh, tights because the ones that I ordered from China, I couldn't get my arm in. <laughs> the three XLs that I got from, from, yeah, I mean, I ended up giving them to somebody who has mu a much smaller frame than myself. She got to wear them. But uh, the oh uh, yeah, Santa Gimp. 
the the gimp was a character that we created. The very first pre-show that we did was Little Mary Sunshine. And which, if you don't know, that is from a musical called Reefer Madness. Mm -hmm. If you've not seen it, it is really good, really funny. Um, great musical pre-show just, material. Musical that New Moon just did uh, a mm -hmm. few months ago. Or not long, pardon me, not long ago. But yeah, that's that's where that character comes from. The gimp. He was part of our rules. You know, don't don't feed the gimp after midnight. Things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, we we figured if if Frank was going to have a roadie, it'd be a gimp. Fair. So, <laughs> Fair. Uh, there's there's one prop you're talking about. Reefer Madness. The 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 digital. I say digital. The, uh, the, the they needed Zippo lighters mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's period, but they wanted them to be LEDs. So Fair. these are I made four of these for them. I discovered that yeah, if you're gonna make a uh, LED Zippo, actually use a Zippo. Don't use the cheap knockoff ones because no. those will cut you when you work on them. Ow! <laughs> Zippos are made out of good good metal, whereas those old cheap ones are not. So noted. Okay. You're going to make fake Zippos use the name brand. Right. All right. Um, I don't know if we have any more photos. If we do, can we like throw them up real quick? Okay. So this is Maleficent staff from uh, oh. Tango. That's actually made out of a lawn light. You know, LED, you know, an LED light that you would uh, set up in your lawn. It mm -hmm. stores the you know, little battery pack in there. I took that dowel cord it out and then it made it just big enough for that thing to fit in and most of that it, it's a piece of dowel from home depot and all the little other bits and bobbles on it went to the home store and <laughs> grabbed some christmas ornament making stuff and you're just it on there. so talented okay. in making this stuff can i can i stop and ask just a quick question because uh yeah. maleficent is actually one of my cosplays and mm -hmm. i do have her staff now when you're looking at that staff how tall is that well, that one was made for a very short individual uh mm -hmm. so it's just over her head i think the the dowel itself is probably four foot okay and yeah, i can make something like that off of any size dowel um in fact that that one was uh yeah just a standard dowel that you go buy from home depot cord out the top stuck that thing in there i used uh, a glass stain to get mm -hmm. give it that green sheen but oh, cool. because it's got that fractured pattern to it, if you turn the lights out and actually turn that thing on, it throws like lightning patterns all over the oh, ceiling cool. and the walls, and it's changing colors. So when it hits green, it goes really nuclear, like Hulk green, and nice. then it, it fades out into a more bluish hue, and then red just completely disappears because of the green dye, but then it explodes back into green again. So it's... All right, we have yeah, one minute, one minute till, um, <laughs> oh my God, we've got to hit this picture. Yeah. Yeah, Men in Tights. Uh, I played uh, uh, Little we're John. Butch. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's where we're butch. That's, that comes from that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's I, Most of these pre-shows that you're talking about actually are available. We've got them on YouTube. Uh, if you oh. go up there and look for Absent Friends TN, that's mm -hmm. the name of our the Shadowcast, Absent Friends. Yeah. Absent Friends TN. Search for that channel and you can find a whole bunch of, yes, very tight tights. Uh, <laughs> find, you have no idea. Uh, <laughs> She's a lot of our pre shows. I bet she does. <laughs> yeah, you can find a lot of our pre shows and get a good laugh out of those. 
Um, yeah, no, a lot of those are online. Where else can they find? Uh, let, let's start with Absent Friends since we talked about that a bit. Uh, sure. Where else can we find Absent Friends stuff online other than YouTube? Well, if you got on Facebook, uh, Memphis Rocky Horror, uh, Toast to Absent Friends, that's us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there is, yeah, there, the, we, we, we discovered that there was a TikTok. <laughs> I, think it's, <laughs> I don't think updated. it's been active for a long time. Yeah. Uh, really, our, our main main focus is is the the Facebook site. So okay, yeah, so there. if you and then are, of course the YouTube channel. Ah, yeah. All right. So if you are local and you're looking to go to a shadow cast like Rocky yeah. Horror Shadow Cast, it's not something everyone does. Memphis does have one. If you're looking mm -hmm. for when the showing times are going to be, that will be on their Facebook. Uh, Tim, what are you currently working on now, or what have you recently worked on that you uh, want to like? Say. Just recently, I uh, did some set work for uh, New Moon Theater for the the play The Squirrels. It's at the okay. Evergreen Theater right now. Uh, sorry, not Evergreen at Theater Works. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. we, we built most of it at Evergreen and moved it over to, to Theater Works. Um, lot it's squirrel armies. There's there's infighting. There's there's okay. murder. There's intrigue. There's squirrels. Lots of tails. That sounds and, amazing. It's oh yes, it, it's okay. Uh, maybe some squirrel nookie. I'm not sure what what all goes on exactly, but you know. all right. Um, if people want to follow you, if you want them to follow you, uh, do you have any socials that you would like to give out to be like, hey, follow me? And if not, just be like, leave me alone, and that's yeah, fine. No, yeah, no, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know that I have a, a personal. Uh, really, on uh, Facebook is my uh, my primary uh, Tim Romine at Facebook. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, trying to think, but I think Smurble on Instagram, but that's. <laughs> I didn't even know you had an Instagram. I think yeah, I found half, it. Half Smurf, <laughs> half Tribble. It's a Smurble. Fair. Fair. Yes. All right. Um, I have one more question that I was wanting to throw out there. Um, I don't know if we got through. Oh God, the rubber chickens. Um, if we can the doom chicken. If you ha could have one show that you were like, I've always wanted to make this thing sure. for this show. I've always wanted to work on this show. Absolutely. What would that oh. be? I mean, it's do not really do... a future thing. I've, I kind of already did it. Uh, Evil oh. Dead easily was. Fair. I, I love Evil Dead. It, one of, we, you guys showed the, the, uh, the, the hand prop. What you mm -hmm. didn't see or what we didn't talk about, like the blood gags. I've done a ton of, I did a lot of blood gags from them. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> where, you know, every time you see the chainsaw come down on somebody's hand, there's blood spraying everywhere. I built that, that gag. The, at one point, one of the deadites gets the chainsaw to the neck. And you see blood <laughs> spraying out. There's the blood howitzer, <laughs> a literal, it was a potato gun, a high, uh, 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 pump pressure potato gun that filled the blood on a floor mount where, so when they opened up the, the basement and she's yelling at the dude, all of a sudden blood comes flying mm -hmm. out and sprays her. That for was... the people uh, who have not seen this, the blood stuff, like there's an actual blood splatter zone. When you go to mm -hmm. see this live, they sell you t-shirts that are like plain t-shirts that you get to go to the show in and then leave completely just drenched in blood. Yeah, that's again, amazing. Oh yeah, no, there's a total Gallagher effect going on. It was <laughs> every time they, had, they get into a you know, the big 
fight battle at the end. There's blood flying everywhere. And hell, the biggest part of the biggest trick to that was not getting the blood into the upper seats. <laughs> so. You did so well. By the way, we had the seats like directly above the splatter zone seats because my husband is like you icky. He's not. He's not too fond of the. <laughs> He doesn't like the achy, which is fair. I'm like, yeah, cool. We'll sit above the splatter. We were right behind it. Did not touch us once. I'd got no drops on me at all. I was like, I don't know how the hell they did. You had like the bars were plastered with stuff, I yeah. think. It was yeah, really well done. I got an ick issue. Joey says, I got an ick <laughs> issue. But uh, yeah, no, that was that, that play or that musical was so much fun because I did those gags. I made the pictures that spin. Uh, somebody else did the the. Some we had puppets that danced during one of the 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 moose thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. That's we had a puppeteer that set that up. She she did a fantastic job. Uh, but yeah, that 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 musical was so much fun, and I didn't think I was going to get to actually work backstage for that. But then uh, after the the first showing, uh, Misty mm -hmm. sent me a text message and said, "Please come help." <laughs> well, there's Please. so much that's going on back there. Yeah. At one point, you've got the entire cast grabbing a hold of something, just making the whole cabin go nuts. It's yeah. It, they they it, they needed more hands than they really anticipated on the front end. Which for me, that was awesome. I got to go out and and work on this show that I had done all these props for, and it's like, oh, I wish I get to 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 work on it. I got mm -hmm. to. So yeah, that was, you talk about my dream one. That, that was so much fun. And I have plans to make so much more blood next time we do it. <laughs> I want to build a stage that's got nozzles on it that spray the audience and, you know, we'll just go nuts with nice. it. Nice. I have one more question because I know we're kind of at the top of the hour. So I wanted to go ahead sure, and throw this sure. one out there. I know that you had, I heard it mentioned that somebody has taken props to con and stuff. And you're talking specifically about evil dead have any of your props ever been observed by uh, basically the celebrities associated with, like, for instance, I know um, um, I've met Bruce Campbell before at mm. multiple cons and, uh, and he is usually highly, um, he, he lays a lot of praise on the people who come in cosplay of his character. And I mean, he's, he's an absolute blast, but I'm just curious, oh, yeah. have you ever had um, like the celebrities look at the props and react to them? Not to the hand. I wish I would love for Bruce Campbell to see that hand. Oh, I but, bet. Yes. The Zydrate gun. Oh. Uh, I can't, oh, I cannot think of the, the actor's name, the, the actor who wrote, Repo played the, the grave opera. Terrence, yeah. uh, he, Terrence he the grave, yeah, the grave, the, the, the grave uh, robber, uh, grave robber, yeah, yes, that's it. There yeah. you go, Emmy. Emmy, the, the person who asked me to make it for her, took it to the con that he was at and <laughs> showed it to him, and he lost it. He's like, Holy cow, that's amazing. That's yeah, so and he he sees them all the time, and that one apparently really struck him. He he that's really amazing. really liked it. Yay. At least that, that's what I heard. I I didn't witness any of it. I, I can only uh, share the second hand. But uh, yeah, that he saw that one. I was really stoked about that. And yeah, I would love for Bruce to to see but, that chainsaw. But if I, we ever go to a con, that's going to be at, cons on a regular we're gonna be basis. Like, 
we have a roadie that we need to take with us. It's very important. He does <laughs> he does big job stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna be like, take I, him with us. I'd have to, I'd have to uh, 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 kidnap the uh, chainsaw hand from New Moon Theater for that. But <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to do that. That'd be that would cool. be cool. Really cool. All right, I think that. Uh, do we have anything? Did I miss anything? We had a list, yeah. and I didn't write any of yeah. it down. Did you? I have no idea. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yes. Uh, the USB oh. keyboard. This is a. Oh. Uh, that is a steampunk keyboard that I was asked I to build. Love that. And it's actually a, usable, y'all. Yes, it is a fully functional USB keyboard. It was built that off of so an old SciTech. Cool. For the people who cannot see what you are looking at right now, this is looks like a keyboard that you would plug into your computer, except steampunk, like wood yeah. paneling. I was going to say it looks like a typewriter. Wood, yeah, wood frame, and it has like the round keys that you would associate with like vintage typewriters and right. stuff from like nineteen yeah. forties. Uh, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, all the all the keys are actually off of a keyboard or off of a typewriter. Ooh. Oh wow! Uh, the the F keys oh, across amazing. the top, the F keys across the top are off of a cash register. Oh, so even better. Different, uh, and then, like the number keypad, are a set of wooden keys that were set up to to look like uh, old style, like like a old calculator style. But yeah, you look at those, you can see like the, awesome. the shift keys are properly the shift keys. The mm -hmm. the alt keys are specials. Mm -hmm. uh, That's awesome. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Put gas. Uh, I can't read half of that. <laughs> I'm getting old. Just, Good uh, luck. Good but, luck reading uh, shit on this show. Right. Uh, yeah, th there are parts of that that I would redo now. That now that I've got better better tools like that that wood plate on the bottom, I would probably plane that down a, a take that down to a half inch or, or less just to drop some of the weight. But it's a very beefy keyboard. You can definitely use it for home defense. Um. <laughs> Tim, I am so happy you came on this. I've been so like, my friend's going to be like floating <laughs> over here. She has. But I have. Just she been, has. I've been funny. over here dealing with my like friend. all kinds of personal crap. And she's just like, oh my God, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend. I'm like, oh my God, let me get called up. So, yes, no. Well, okay. So how this happened, uh, so throw this episode into a couple little more minutes. Um, I was probably intoxicated and talking with Tim at one of his parties. And I was like, you should be on the show. And then like, he reminded me, we randomly ran into each other at the circus of all places. And he was like, yeah, you're telling me I should be on the show with the props and all that. And I was just like, I don't remember that at all, but Oh my God, that's such a great <laughs> idea. Well, when, when evil dead was when evil dead, uh, the musical, when we were doing that, you guys were doing a, a horror movie. Cause it was in October. I do remember thing, that. You guys were doing a horror movie, uh, cast. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you, you had asked me about doing it. I, I love evil dead, but I'm not a horror, horror person. Yeah. Oh. So there, there's I, there's a certain range of horror that I really enjoy because it's funny. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. Evil Dead being accidentally funny, the first two movies, and then the third one they just said to hell with it. And went just made it funny. Forward. Have yeah, you seen Dale and Tucker? Because oh, Dale and like... Tucker versus Evil? Yes. Yes. I was about to say, I feel like that would be right up your alley when it comes that's to horror. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of stuff I like. Uh but yeah, that's and that's how this that's how this happened was you know we were talking in, uh, at the at the circus and yeah just hey you know 
if you guys want to do a prop building one, I, I'm not good with, with the whole horror thing, but if you want to talk prop building, I'm game for that. You say a, you're no. not good with the horror thing, but like you have so Rocky Horror Picture Show and you've got Reefer Madness, which is like zombies through almost the entire thing. And you've got uh, Ash with the axe hand and you've got like uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. You have so many what? things that oh, are in the horror. Yeah, but they're still horror. It's horror genre. And I was just like, no, no, you're horror. You just don't know it. I love you. <laughs> well, prop building is one of those things that a lot of people who get into that, as we discussed earlier, get into it through their love of Halloween and building those um, home props initially. And sure. then they start moving into other areas. And generally what you find is some go into theater, some go into like, uh, like my daughter has moved into haunts and stuff like that. And I know people, some people who, go into HR, yeah. you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's another level of horror. I can I can attest to that. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I mean it's just kind of where you start, where you end up. Well, we are at the top of the We're hour. And <laughs> it went so freaking fast. It did. And, and we could keep this rolling all night very easily. But um I would need more wine. Yeah, I'm kind of out too. <laughs> um am I? Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, Come share with me. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if somebody is looking to uh, observe your work, view, I think we've kind of already touched on this, but once again, where can they find you? Or like the works that you work on, which theaters, yeah. if they want to look up specific uh, theaters. I mean, yeah, the Evergreen Theaters where we do Rocky Horror. Um, mm -hmm. The Most of the stuff that I've done with New Moon Theater uh, that's going to be, you're going to be able to see those performances at uh, the Evergreen, or sorry, not Evergreen, Theater Works. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's that's where most of my my props and, and, and things have been. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of, of go, yeah, like I say, go out to the uh, Absent Friends, uh, mm -hmm. Memphis Rocky Horror on Facebook. Lots of pictures on there of various props that I've built. Uh, I think I'm on... Uh, there's a couple of prop building panels up there uh, specific to Rocky where I, I put like blueprints for the Medusa board that, that that's what we call that big control panels, the Medusa yeah. board. Uh, when you were I, asking I, what, what the name of the thing is, I was like, those are the Rocky stuff. Like the whole time I was like, they nicknamed the Rocky stuff. It's not the other stuff, but I didn't say anything. Cause I was just like, I, I'm going to pretend that I don't know what I'm talking about over here. And I got shy for me. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Continue um, on Tim. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, that's that's where most of my stuff pops up. I've done some pieces for individuals for, for their cosplay, which mm -hmm. I, I do want to kind of point out. It's interesting when you do a prop for a, a theater versus a personal cosplay, mm -hmm. the amount of detail you have to get right mm -hmm. is so much higher in a cosplay piece than it is that we in know. a theater piece. That, you know, there's mm -hmm. so much you can get away with doing theater that you know, you're talking about 3D printing and how is it to change things. You can do so much more with a 3D printer getting those details right than trying to do all the little bibs and bobs on your own. It's yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely understand because um, that is kind of our realm. And yes, and I think that's it. I think, I think it is. It. Um, hey. Normally, I close out, but Eli has chose to do that for me today. Oh, Eli coming in with the assist. He's like, I'm done with this. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. no. Eli <laughs> just likes to be on top of the show um, in more ways than one, Eli. Um, oh, oh, what? Okay. 
okay. What? Sorry. What? This just took a weird turn. What? I know. He really <laughs> likes Tim. What can I say? Yes. <laughs> and with that said, I'm going to say, flash it up again. Flash it. The comment. Yay! Pleasant screams. Bye. 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 And here.